is a light, sound, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that span the globe, reaching down to its very core. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Underground Spirit Experience. I am your host, Captain and DJ Uncle Earl, with another special show. This week, we're going to focus on men, the ones that are gone but not forgotten. But before I get into this show, I'd like to brief you on what this underground thing is all about. The Ultra Underground is a confluence of past, present, and future trends within the world of the arts. We have created a newly formatted high-concept show focusing on the underground scene, performance, music, fashion, and art. Part underground hotline, part historian, the show has the ability to focus on the world. Given the historical fact and factual precedent of the arts' importance to cultural revitalization and global awareness during times of socioeconomic deficiencies and casualties of war... It is apparent the need for art to once again elevate people's minds and stimulate their acceptance of global cultures. And that's what we're here about at the uh, Underground Experience, bringing you things that you've never seen, things that you should see, and things that should be. Anyway, we're going to start this show off with someone that you do know, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Donnie Hathaway. With I love you more than you know. If I ever leave you, baby, you can say I told you so. And if I ever hurt you You know I hurt myself as well Is that any way for a man to carry on? Do you think I want my loved one gone? Said I love you When I 
Yes, yes, Mr. Donny Hathaway with I Love You More Than You Know. We're going to keep the music going here on Kaleidoscope Radio Magazine with the Underground Experience and Mr. Luther Vandross. Say 
Mr. Luther Vandross with Give Me the Reason. We'll be back here on the Underground Experience after this word from one of our sponsors. I heard you. Hey, we're back at the Underground Experience. I'm your host, Captain and DJ Uncle Earl. We're here with a very special edition called Men Gone Too Soon. I'm sure you all know a few of those, whether they're here with us or if they dearly departed. I'm going to continue this show with, we're going to go back in time, reach back into the deep, deep underground with the Nat King Cole Trio and Just Me. Just me, let's find a cozy spot to cuddle and woo. Just us, just we. I've missed an awful lot. My trouble is you. Oh gee, what are your charms for? What are my arms for? Use your imagination. Just see just me. I'll tie lovers not around wonderful you. Me by the Nat King Cole Trio. I hope you grabbed your girl and guy or both and uh, cut a little rug on that one. I sure did here in the studio. <laughs> We're going to continue on now with a duo of Ray Charles and Mr. Elton John with Sorry. All over 
And sorrow seems to be the hardest word Sad, so sad It's a sad, sad situation And it's getting more and more sad It's sad, so sad Why can't we talk it over? Oh, it seems to me That sorry seems to be The hardest with the underground experience after this next word from our sponsor. Hey, 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 and now we're back at the underground experience with Uncle Earl, your host here on Kaleidoscope Reader Magazine. I'd like to take a moment for my motivational moment. I'm sure you're used to that by now. If you're not, you're in for a treat. Concentrate on all your thoughts on the task at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. You should always focus your best energies and abilities on starting and completing those tasks that your unique talents and abilities enable you to do well and that make a significant contribution. You cannot do everything, but you can do those few things in which you excel, the few things that can really make a difference. So I want you all to go out there and make a difference, if not in your life, in someone else's. Now we're going to continue this men gone but not forgotten with a friend of mine who goes by the name of Mr. Lou Rawls with Oh What a Night. Sycamore trees play hide and seek with the moon And way down the street I hear our favorite old song Oh, what a night Oh, what a night Oh, what a night What a lovely night Oh, what a night To be without you It was a night just like this 
get to this we have to pay some bills around here so we'll be back after these words from our sponsors 
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition of Men Gone Too Soon on the Underground Experience here at Kaleidoscope Radio Magazine. we got to shut this thing down, but we're going to leave you with the ultimate giant, the king of pop, Mr. Michael Jackson. I want you all to take care of yourselves. Please spread love, joy, and remember, think green. I'll see you later. Welcome back to another edition of The Underground Experience. I am your host, Captain and DJ of this trip, Uncle Earl, here on Kaleidoscope Radio Magazine for KCLA-FM. Today we're going to have something a little special. I have a dear friend of mine who I'm going to bring to you, and uh, he's going to enlighten you. legend and master of music. I'd like to introduce you to him right now. How you doing, Barry? Thank you, Uncle Earl. Good. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate you coming down. My pleasure. And um, i just like to give the people a little gist of what's about to happen. Um, I've known this man for a really long time, and um, 
I asked him if he remembered when, and we're going to see what happens now. But I think it was back at a time when my mom, Sandra Reeves Phillips, was doing a musical with a very special man, Mr. Gregory Hines. And uh, do you remember what that musical was? Jelly Roll? Not Jelly Roll. Um, If I'm not mistaken... It was, yes, yes, that was it, and I was a lad at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I was just a little kid, and I was just sitting around just eating it all alive, you know. It was so exciting to be around such talent at such a young age, and I learned so much, and it's still with me today. Um, what I like to do is just have them understand what you're really about. Could you just give us a brief summary of where you come from? I come from a show background, playing behind acts, singers, comedians, dancers. Mm-hmm. And so that was always my love. And then just I became a fairly well-known big band drummer and, and show mm-hmm. show player. And you're from the East Coast. I'm from New York City. New York City, hey, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> I was doing a gig up in the, in the Casco Mountains. Uh-huh. This is 1972. And I got a call from Gregory Hines. I oh, guess man. we can start there unless you want me to go further back. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. Because I mean, that's what I was doing. I was, I was living up there and I was just making a living as a professional musician doing, you know, like eight, seven, seven shows a, a week mm. in the hotel areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where I got my training. Okay. But I always loved jazz music and big band music. So I, had an, I, had, I was able to swing. Mm. So people thought of me as a, one of the, the uh, show players show drummers who could swing. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, Gregory was looking for a new drummer in mm-hmm. the act because his father, Chink, was, was at Heinz, Heinz and Dad. And Dad mm-hmm. yes. yeah. This is 1972, mm-hmm. and they, they had to make a change because the music was more contemporary. Right, right. So they needed somebody who was diversified. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Cranshaw, a wonderful bass player from New York, uh, recommended me to do the show up in the Cascos because I was living up there. I see. And that's how I met Gregory and the family. Great. And they asked me to uh, to join the show. Cool, cool. And um, you worked with him throughout his career? Yeah, about 30, 32 years. Wow. Wow, that must have been amazing. How was it to work with a family like that? I mean... It was intense. <laughs> there was so much energy. Yeah. You know, just to keep up with Maurice and Gregory together on stage. I'm sure. Just even musically. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing thing. It was like... So much wonderful energy, mm-hmm. and just just kept me really kept yeah. me going. How was Dad? Was he really strict? Not really. No, Not he was really. cool. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he was cool. He was protective over the kids. You know. I remember somebody would say to him, like, uh, how are the boys doing? And he would say, they're not boys. <laughs> so right, right away, you know, we all liked that because, yeah. you know, we had somebody sticking up yes, very, for us. It was, right. it was great. And it must have been something, I mean, this guy on the drums is amazing, and Gregory's feet are amazing, too. I mean, it must have been like heaven. Well, that's what it was. It was like, it was like an alter ego. He was dancing and doing rhythms, and I was playing. And we had a vibe anyway. Was right, right away we, we were friendly. Right. right we got very close. I mean, but how do you, how do you, I, I don't even know how to begin to explain that. I mean, it's something in the heart. I mean, it's, you have to, either you have it or you don't, right? It's. I think so. You can't, I mean, you can learn certain things, but some things you just can't learn. You either have it or you don't. I think so. And, and, the, and tap dancing was something I always loved, even as a kid. Hmm. You know, watching Bill Robinson and Bunny Briggs. Mm. And then I just started to work with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it. And I actually studied it when I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. I never got to a professional level like you guys, but uh, I, I really loved it. And then when I met Gregory, that was it. You know, mm-hmm. you know uh, those guys could dance. I have to be honest with you. At those days, I never thought I was a professional. I was a kid who mm-hmm. kind of learned how to do some rhythms, and they threw me in the batch and <laughs> said, swim, you know. And right. I learned. I was like a sponge, yeah. you know, watching Gregory and watching Mercedes Ellington and yes. all these people around me at such a young age. I mean, I was just like in awe of oh. everything. I had no idea yeah. how I got up there because I remember sophisticated ladies, you know, we did together. Yes. And I remember sneaking in to the theater intermission to watch it. Before I actually got to it, I was looking, watching Hinton Battle, and Gregory was like, wow, I wonder could I ever do that? And about six months later, I was up there doing it with him, and yeah. I, it was beyond me. I was in heaven. I was yeah. out-of-body experience. You were a, tal- a talented dancer. You know, you I... Mean, you just were talented. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was just an honor to work with all you guys. Okay, we've talked quite a bit, but uh, 
Barry bought his favorite playlist, and I'd like to get to that. Um, would you introduce this first song for us? Yes, this is a beautiful ballad by the genius uh, John Coltrane. Mm. It was written in 1959, and the name of it is Naima. Mm. John Coltrane with Naima, written for his wife, is that correct? Wonderful. Now, we were just talking a minute ago, and we were saying how young people need to be educated about this music, because they seem to forget, you know, the masters, the great masters of the past that made all this music they're doing today possible. Um, is there any anecdote you could leave them with for this? It's like they don't have an opportunity to hear it. It's not that they... They're listening to something completely different, so nobody's bringing up the names of the jazz greats. Mm-hmm. And it's so important uh, because it's the only American art form. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and that's why I brought in mostly jazz things. Uh, to maybe the audience would be enlightened by it. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. I mean, my family, I grew up with my mom's a blues and jazz singer, mm-hmm. so I definitely got a lot of this knowledge. And a lot of people, I talk to them, and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And I think it's really bad, you know. And now they're taking education out of the schools again. Arts, that's a travesty, you know. We need it. We need it. I think if they hear it, they would, they would consider it something different. Yeah. It's not new, but to them it's new. True. They may get tired of the status quo and want to go. True. Well, um, we're going to talk some more, but um, I have to pay some bills around here. So we'll be back with Mr. Barry Saperstein on the Underground Experience after this word from our sponsor. Hi, this is... Yes, and we're back here on the Underground Experience with Kaleidoscope Radio Magazine and KCLA-FM. Here with my guest, my special guest, Mr. Barry Saperstein, drummer extraordinaire, musician, and basically all-around great person. How you doing, Barry? Thank you. Good. Yeah. Good. 
Uh, it's a beautiful day in LA today, isn't it? It's beautiful. It was so that's nice today. That's why I live here. <laughs> I like know. Those, do remember those? Remember oh, those walk in New do York? I remember that. You that's come around the corner, hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and sometimes right. you couldn't get up. Yeah, just stay there for a while. <laughs> Hope somebody helps you. Right. You know. But yeah, but um, we're here in beautiful, sunny California, and um, we're here just talking about the good old days. And um, Barry nice. brought some great music that needs to be heard. I want to continue on that theme. Um, I want to bring in uh, another song he. Uh, brought to us it's a mr miles davis now did you ever work with miles or did you no, meet I him i haven't i would lo- love to have done it you, you know, never met him either no no he's one of my heroes one of your heroes that's why i talk like i do uh, okay i used to talk normal <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i started to imitate him and that's it <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, he was another genius yeah a musical genius yes yes okay we're going to go into a little bit of seven steps to heaven I hope you can understand what we're talking about. 1963, that's actually the year I was born. <laughs> I shouldn't date myself, but hey, well, I'm not ashamed of it. I want 47 more years. Now, I'd like to talk about some people you did work with. I mean, you have an illustrious list of people, just to name a few. As we stated, Gregory Hines, and there's Eartha Kitt. Yeah, Lainey Kazan, Joel Gray, Billy Daniels, Chris O'Connor, Charles Aznavour. Uh, Suzanne Summers, Frida Payne, the Ellingtons, Mercer Ellington, Heinz, Heinz, and Dad. I mean, what is it like to have worked with all those people? What? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. You know, uh, 
you just have to adapt to them, and I try to be very open to people. Because mm-hmm. you asked me earlier what I'm about, and mm-hmm. really what I'm about is being open and, and a loving person, mm-hmm. and, and use my music to spread some love in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's my that's my pulpit. Yeah. Now, concept. did you? I know you worked on Broadway, but did you do Vegas as well? Oh, Atlantic yeah. City, all yeah, that. Yeah, Europe. Yes, you toured. Oh, You've been everywhere. Absolutely. Can't point anything over noble over your eyes. Well, a couple of places I still like to go. <laughs> okay, like like where? Well, I, I like to go to Spain. I know. Uh, I've been get there. Good fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get good well, fish anyway. Depends on what kind of fish you want. <laughs> okay, this is a clean show. Um, yeah, and also you've made many television appearances as well, I see here. Um, yeah, the Tonight is. Show, was that with Johnny Carson? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How was that? That was fun. Yeah? That was fun with a really good big band. I got to play with the, with the Who? big band. With, with, oh. with sophisticated ladies. We were doing an advertisement for the ah. show when I was out at the Schubert Theater in 82. Ah. Yeah, so Greg and I did that. Ah, okay, because I, I don't remember that because I wasn't there and I was in L.A. at the time. Um, Oh boy, okay. Let me, let me go there. But I did do the Grammys. That's right. <laughs> we did do that. That's and right. Merv Griffin. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. And right. also, we worked together again on Sammy Davis Jr.'s 60th That's anniversary right. show. Absolutely. That was a great you show. were with Gregory, and yeah. I was dancing with Debbie Allen That's at the time. Right. Yeah. Right. See, we've been around each other yeah, so much. Well, it's we wonderful. bumped into each other a number yeah. of times yes. throughout the years. Yes. It's, it's wonderful. Great, man. It's great to see you. And um, you did Broadway as well. Oh, yeah. Besides sophisticated ladies, there was a Pearly, you said, and Pearly Uptown and Time. Pearly was your first? Yeah. Okay. It was probably 69. Cool. Nice. I remember seeing that, actually. I was like, oh, I wanted to be up there so bad. Yeah, and then you did another show with Maurice Hines. Yes, Uptown It's Hot. That's correct. And my sister was in that as well, yes, Mariska. Of course. Yeah, she was tapping a little hard out. Yeah, yeah. I think I wanted to do that show too. I don't know why. I think I was off in Europe. There's so many good shows in New York in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot going. of good dancing shows, performances. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great time. Was it? Well, um, we have to pay some more bills, so I will be back. After this word from our sponsor, more with Mr. Barry Saperstein after this break. Wow, what a close shave that was. <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> okay, um, at this time, I'd like to take a moment from my motivational moment. You know, I like to give you a little spiritual food, food for the soul, so to speak. And my message today is as such. The final forming of a person's character lies in their own hands. As I've said before, most individuals really are well-meaning, with few exceptions. All people intend to keep their word, but good intentions alone won't carry the day. Ain't that right, Barry? That's true. You've got to live and stand true to your convictions. I think so. Yeah. There's so much fluff in the world, you know? Of course. And I just want... That's why I have this show, because I want to really talk about substantial things and what's going on, and everything's not all happy. You know, can can you tell me about some moments that were not so pleasing to your palate? Well, or was everything joke. always it, good? Well, no, it wasn't always good, of <laughs> course. You know, being, being a musician, and, and basically a, a jazz musician, I mm-hmm. try to think of myself as it's very hard to make a living. Yeah. Because... Music has been, people have been dumbed down, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. You know, with certain, I mean, I, I like some of the new stuff, but, you know, what happened to something like Miles Davis where right. that level of musicianship, Duke Ellington, yeah. beautiful lyrics. I mean, we did, mm-hmm. did a show together. Every night it was always yes. fresh. It was yes. never, never got, mm-hmm. never got. Now they stay. push a button or add water and star. Yeah, it's just a different <laughs> world. So it, 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 those are the tough times yeah. uh, financially when you can't really, it's hard to make a living. Mm, and I'm true. talking about some of the really true. greats that didn't make any money. True, true, true. Much better than me. I mean, great greats. Yeah. That had to struggle through the years. Yeah. Well, I'd like to sneak in another little tune right here by uh, someone who is very, very high up on the list of those who are gone but not forgotten. And this is Mr. Louis Pops Armstrong. Oh, man. The greatest. Yeah. And this song is what, Barry? I've got... A heart full of rhythm. And I know you do. (laughs) You know what? We had a little snafu, but we're going to go along with it. Because this one is great as well. This is Salt Peanuts by Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie. 
Do to have been a fly on the wall in that session. You have to make mention that that was Charlie Parker Charlie on alto Parker saxophone. On alto sax. And these two guys, Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker, symbolized the bebop era. They, yeah. they started the bebop era, yes. which is some of the most complex, as you can hear. Music. And back in the day, that was considered the underground. That's right. It was, it was shunned upon. And that's what we're about right here, bringing back the underground and talking about the underground of today. And I'd like to go back to your roots. In music, um, I see that you attended Manhattan School of Music. Yes, in New York. And um, you went to University of Miami School of Music as well. Yeah, a very good jazz program. So I, I transferred because they had good jazz, good symphony, a very good diversified type of curriculum. Yeah. So Do you ever go back and visit them again? Or? I have uh, through the years. Not, you have. Uh, it's been a while, and my professors are all most of them have passed on. Uh huh. Just shows you my age. <laughs> Hey, you still That's got a spring in your step. <laughs> the people could see I don't look my age. <laughs> That's right. So um, do you ever go back and do any lessons or teach or guest workshops or master classes? No, but it's, it's a good idea. Yeah. If my, my teachers were there, I could probably do that. You I have a voice. Up. You need to be heard. There we go. It's true. Come on, man. Thank you very don't much. Don't be holding back. You want <laughs> my agent? <laughs> hey, hey, I do manage. <laughs> but um, you're, you're doing some lessons here in L.A., aren't you? Yeah, I brought a couple of yeah? students. Yeah? yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, how's that going for you? Good. Yeah? Good. Yeah. Well, most of it is just playing and, and, and a little bit of writing at home now. Mm. I haven't written really seriously for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. I did bring a couple of things. Well, he has written, and I'd love for you to hear um, one of his songs. It's yeah, called... Go to the last one, maybe. Oh, Into My Eyes? Yeah, that, okay. That sounds a little... Into My Eyes by Mr. Barry Saperstein. More indicative of what was happening. All right, here we go.
Saffersteen's original music, but I must pay one more bill. We'll be back with you after this word from our last sponsor. Dude! And I'm here with Mr. Barry Saperstein on the Underground Experience. We have to cut a little short today, but it's been a pleasure being with you, Mr. Saperstein. And I hope you the best. I wish you the best in everything. Thank you, my girl. And it's, 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 this is a great, it's a terrific show, and I'm so, so glad to be a part of it. And, and continue success. Thank you so very much. You guys have a wonderful day, evening, night, year, month, whatever you have, and just have it. Okay? I'll see you later.